On this episode of Life After a Trojan, guest Sean Judge, a West High graduate from 1998, discusses his career, theater acting from Chicago to New York, and now his new chapter of work with voice acting in the industry in Houston. My first question is, um, like, what was your first experience, like, acting or being on stage? And it's a skill that 
totally translates in everything else in life, I think, because you're, there's always disappointments in the world, and, it, and how you handle it depends on your strength of character, and I think actors that are that have their heads on straight and theater people are probably the best at that. I think, for me, the big risk was moving to New York because it's outrageously expensive to live there. It's a, you know, I moved there right in 2000, so I was there when 9-11 happened, and so there was all that. I mean, it was just like, I wasn't in the building or anything close to the building, but I was in the city, and of course that was a whole weird experience to be there for that. So there was a risk of being safe at home, safe in the community that I'm used to, the first place I moved from Iowa City was Chicago, and that was because a whole bunch of theater majors moved there. So I had a group, I had a family, and I had a support system. But New York was, I didn't know a lot of people. But, um, so I did very few things there, only because <clears throat> I had to work three jobs in order to pay my rent, you know. So that was the that was the kind of, you know, but New York is the place for you to go if you want to be a stage actor. And that was my risk that I took. And I'm really glad I went there, even though all that terrible stuff happened. But I am really glad I went there. I only ended up in Texas because of a relationship that I had developed long distance with someone. And I was worried because I thought, oh, I never even wanted to visit Texas so much as live in Texas, you know, like what? And now it's been since 2004 I've lived here. I became equity here because I did so much work. I've done, I got to go to Prague to do Shakespeare only because I was here in Houston to work with the people that are involved with that. So I think the biggest risk is moving to, for me, it was moving to places like I'm going to risk Chicago, and I did really well in Chicago, did a lot of theater. I'm going to risk New York, did okay in New York because it was too hard to afford in New York, and did really amazingly taking a risk moving to a place that nobody talks about as a theater city. Like, nobody talks about Houston as a theater city. But it turns out it really is. Like, it's got a lot of theater, a lot of professional theater and arts and the world-renowned opera and I never would have even dreamed of that. I, I, I took that risk and it paid off. You know. What's your favorite project or like theater show to ever like work on? I saw that question and I. That's a hard question to answer. Um, there's so many that I've gotten to work on that have been pretty amazing. Like most recently, I got to do the premiere of a musical that was produced by the former managing director of the Houston Rockets, who's now the managing director of the Philadelphia. I don't, I'm not a sports person, so it's like he produced this musical because he loved musical theater as well as sports, and it was called Small Ball. But it was so much fun because we, I got to be the first person to play this character. I got to develop a character. And, you know, all these people came in from, because it was, Produced by this guy, like, all these Houston Rockets came to see it, and all these people, like, the, the kid from uh, Modern Family, the, the son, 
who is from Houston, or from Katy, Texas, he's a big Rockets fan, and so he came to see the show. And it was funny because I don't follow sports, so when he opened on a premiere night, and he saw all these people were milling around, and I'm six foot five, so I'm pretty tall, but not as tall as some basketball players, obviously. But I made my way, you know, all these basketball players were like, I come through, and they remember me from the show, and they're training to go, hey, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm passing them to go say hi to this kid because he's a movie, he's in TV, and that's what I follow, that's what I'm interested in. And it was so funny because people were like, he just like breezed right past the so and so, and I'm like, who? Oh, I've never heard of him. But um, when I was, I, I do have a story. The first time that I realized kind of this is what I want to do was because of a favorite experience, and it was at Iowa City Community Theater. And they were doing Diary of Anne Frank. And I played Peter Van Dan. And uh, there's a scene in the play where they're having a birthday party. And then they hear some noise from outside the, the attic. And they're like, oh, we have to be very quiet. I have to turn off the lights and screw the light bulb. And I have to get up on a chair and unscrew the light bulb. And I knock the chair over. And... I remember, I'm getting the feeling right now, I remember it almost was like uh, I had gone into the body of Peter Van Dam in 19-whatever, and I was there, and I was holding my breath, and I was horrified that the Nazis were going to find us, and I was filled with this real feeling of horror and terror, and I, I remember after that scene was over, and we all got off stage for you know, the intermission or whatever, I had to, like, go, what just happened? I'm, like, a 14-year-old kid playing this part. What was that? What, what just happened? And the other actors, these old, been there, done that, actors, they were playing with parents and stuff. They're like, oh, you just, you were in the zone. You, you were in the zone. But, like, wow, I want to do that more. That was crazy cool. So that experience is something I always go back to and always remember. 19, whatever, 84 it must have been, Iowa City Community Theater, uh, Peter Van Den, just scaring the hell out of me. <laughs> um, my next question is, have, what is, like, Do are you planning on taking, like, working on any projects? Like, what's your next step or goal in your career? Well, right now, because of the situation we're all in with COVID, it's been very, very... Uh, quiet, and there hasn't been much theater work to do. Um, but I, I don't have anything on the horizon on stage. What I've been lately doing a lot of is voiceover work for anime. So I, there's a huge anime recording business in Houston and in Dallas. It's like the most of the animes you ever hear dubbed in English are done in Houston or Dallas. And, um, all of a sudden, a few months ago, maybe, gosh, it's probably only been eight months now, I got asked to be in an anime, and uh, ever since I've been doing a whole bunch of them, I just keep doing these voices for these anime films and characters, and um, I'm sort of pushing that now. Now that we're all kind of in our houses, I've been, you know, I renewed my prescription to Backstage.com, and I look for all the voiceover auditions and I submit them and, you know, I bought myself a, a good 
microphone and I bought myself a sound isolation type thing. Getting very serious about that right now. Um, it's a whole different world. Obviously, they don't see you. Uh, it's all in your voice, but... Um, my last question for you is, do you have any advice for, like, West Side students who are, like, interested in the acting world or just, show, like, the show business world in general, like, post high school? Yeah, absolutely. I think I kind of touched on it in that you have to really get a thick skin if, if, if you feel like you're the kind of person who can't take rejection. It's definitely, absolutely the wrong business for you to get into because it is almost entirely rejection. And yet you'll feel judged constantly because you're literally going in and going, here's what I have to offer. And they're like, I don't like it. You know, go, no, thank you. And that, that can feel terrible. So if you can't handle that, absolutely do something else. Um, and also I would say, Never go into it thinking that it's going to be fame and fortune because it is really just a luck of the draw thing. The only reason, for example, I got these anime art, that first one I got that kind of spiraled into more work, was because of someone I knew is really high up in the anime world. And he basically kind of like Caesar, like went thumbs up for Sean Judge, you know, I mean, it was, it was a completely who you know situation. So there's those factors in there that you just can't predict or study for or rehearse for. That being said, I think you have to definitely go, if you want to be an actor, take the classes. Don't just go out there and think, I can do that. Because you learn all these different sets of skills that you didn't, you know, you needed. And, uh, it will definitely help you in the long run because part of what they're looking for when you're auditioning is training. Like, is this guy, does this guy know what he's doing or does she know what her abilities really are? And that will show them that, that, that you do. So that's what I'd say. I'd say definitely train, take classes if you want to do this kind of thing. But also don't do it if you can't handle a lot of no instead of a lot of yes. Thanks for listening to Life After a Trojan. For past episodes with other notable West High alums boasting careers like a rocket to a former NFL athlete, check out the West Side Story website for more.